Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bums on the Bench. Jacko is unfortunately not here. He's not doing too well. But Josh is. Hi. I, I quite think that it's better without Jack because once again, he's ditched us. And I think this time I heard he was actually going out drinking. I can't believe he keeps shorting his responsibilities like this to have fun times without us and doesn't even invite us. I know, right? He ja- just hates us. Jack, if you're listening to this, bud, I hope you drink on that. Sh- I hope you choke on that drink. <laughs> But we've got pretty hard-hitting news tonight. We've got some pretty great discussions going on. And it seems like, Andy, whenever we do this sort of thing and whenever we have a lot of, like, important discussions to have, especially one about the Senate hearing that's been released in the news articles just about 6 to 22 hours ago, it, it seems like Jack's nowhere to be seen. He always seems to disappear when breaking news hits. So do you want to run us through this Senate committee that is... I mean, because it's kind of serious and it does involve a lot of sports in this country. Yeah, like, okay, so I, I've seen a couple of articles released today that's talking about the Senate inquiry that's come out that's uh, asked them to change their rules to limit concussions. Because mm-hmm. as we both know, like, it, it's pretty rough at the moment. Like, you, especially in NRL, AFL, any contact sport where there's no coverage for the head, we seem to be losing more and more players. And you and I have discussed this. At length. Of course. Like, Kalen Pong is probably the prime example for this, and I'm kind of curious how this may affect him in the longevity because with some of the releases, we don't know what's going to be all the recommendations yet. They could be trying to limit players and bring down that concussion record where if someone's already showing these signs, mm. uh, for the betterment of their health, I, I, I do believe they might be trying to make these changes. Well, it looks like what they're doing is they're trying to standardise all return-to-play concussion protocols across all sports in this country, mm-hmm. which I think is probably a smart idea because if you look at the AFL, it's a minimum of 12 days compared to the NRL, which is a minimum of 11, but that's only for a Cat 1. A Cat 2, you can basically be playing again the next week. So yeah, you really run the risk of like obtaining yeah. this injury that might be worse of a concussion than originally thought. Exactly. So it looks like the country is coming together and doing something right for once. Um, apparently, there's also uh, compensation or players that are living with these long-term injuries, so the ones who've already sustained have gone too far, at least there's going to be better support networks for them as well because, I don't know, like, you run into the risk, especially, like, brain degradation over the time, rattling around in the skull. Like, I think especially as they get towards their 40s and 50s, it's really going to start showing that the long-term impairments they have, which may affect them, like, as terrible as it sounds, having any sort of job or contributing to the point where... They maybe have to be on some disability because of the way they act. And it, it's a rough, rough future to think about for some of these players who, you know, they're, they're like our sporting heroes. And you got to think they're, they're going to be absolutely fucked in the head in the future. And you're looking at, like, you're giving me that look. You're telling me Blocker doesn't contribute to society? Yep. Yes, I am. <laughs> He's the greatest commentator. But yeah, like, I, with these sort of long-term injuries as well, um, it, they, they're saying uh, one of the biggest problems could lead to CTE, which is chronic traumatic uh, encephalopathy. Encephalopoly. Encephalopoly. Something like that. It, it's encepha. I know that much. Encephamonopoly? Something like that. <laughs> no, it's encephalopathy. Something like that. Look, um, we're not doctors. We can be. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm the closest to a doctor here. I just need to do my PhD, but I wouldn't be a doctor of medicine. What sort of doctor would you be? Doctor of the Arts. Me too, bud. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And then, like, so that, you know, this is the long-term effects that they're talking about where, you know, severe mental conditions, psychosis, dementia, and suicidal ideation. And these are all, you know, really, really debilitating things that are currently going to be, I think, not as apparent now, but especially in maybe 10 to 20 years when, you know, you had NRL really step up a gear, become more about the plays, more fine-tuning them to machines where you're getting these bigger hits and the mm. nastier hits. And I think this is going to be especially prevalent in the AFL because, as we were discussing earlier, there is also class-action lawsuits currently against them about this. Yeah, no, we learnt today that there are currently a bunch of class-action lawsuits against former AFL stars suing the AFL for everything that's happening. Uh, AFL confirmed it would spend $25 million to study the long-term effects of concussion due to these class-action lawsuits. So, you know, maybe it's a good idea to do this. Like, do you reckon the precedent from the NFL class-action lawsuit will play into any of these rulings or do you reckon they're going to use it as evidence where they can establish a link about these problems and probably put the AFL into a little bit of hot water knowing that they've got an uphill battle? It depends. Can they call precedent on US cases in Australia? Because it is a different court system. It is, but then you also think about the level of safety and, and like, you know... No, I get, I get all that. They have. I'm just thinking the way you worded the question, you were asking specifically, oh, could they use it in an Australian court? The only thing that comes to my head is, can you use it in a US court ruling in an Australian well, court not system? Not the ruling itself, but the evidence provided and the arguments they're going to use and the detriment to the players and mismanagement compared to higher-level corporate corporations using their players as pawns and, and not actually... Ma- properly managing their health off the field as much as they are on the field. Because, like, don't get me wrong, we all know that with trainings, they, you know, they have the state-of-the-art equipment, they set them up, they, you know, they measure their heart rate, they measure their pulse, their Mm. breathing, everything. But they don't seem to be measuring long-term effects by watching their players and understanding how they're slowly progressing over time. Now, obviously, this might be one of those cases where, you know, as you, as a long-term exposure, watching someone slowly turn into something, you might not notice it as, you know, frequent as someone who might have a, like a one-year gap between seeing a person between now and then. Mm. But it it should, they're trained professionals. This is something that they should be on top of and it shows the mismanagement by AFL. And I, I actually think that it, it will not be an easy battle for them and I kind of hope that they are put in their place because it just shows the greed and corporatism that's in the, you know, especially from the board members and stuff like that to make these decisions. I agree. Like, I think it's not just the AFL, but any contact sport in this country, they're there. I think Jack and I had a discussion earlier this year about it. And we, we learned that the, the concussion protocols in Australia are a lot different to the concussion protocols around the world. Mm-hmm. The ones around the world are way more taking it seriously in a way. Like, I think it's the NFL. You have to go through a series of tests to even qualify to return to training, let alone return to play. Uh, Thomas Suchek in the um, Premier League wasn't allowed to play last weekend. and can't. I don't think he can play this weekend for West Ham because mm-hmm. he was concussed at training. So they take it a lot more seriously over there. And, I mean, soccer's not a contact sport. Let's be real. Yep. The only <laughs> thing they contact is a ball with their foot, apparently. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, concussion, very serious. Want to see it sort of weaned out. It's hard to wean it out of the game due to the fact that it is such a heavy contact sport though. Yeah. So it's always going to be a prevalent thing, but if we could limit the damage done by concussion, definitely would be 
a better better sporting experience for everyone, including the fans and the the people who are playing it. And like I, I think you know it, they are talking about if the twelve days or eleven days that's currently for a category one mm-hmm. um, is insufficient for the players to be returning. Now, obviously, you know this will pose a greater risk because then you know you're going to start upsetting the fans. Like, oh my god, we're not having our players on the field, so we're not having full strength, which can affect their sides. But I, I think you know they have to understand this is not all about profits now. Like these these people are getting seriously injured. Yeah, like Kalen's a great example. Luke Keery's another one. Like both of them have gone through strings of concussions. We've been wondering whether they come back and play. They are playing now, but let's be real. I don't think Luke Keery signs another contract next year. No. Uh, Kalen's one year into a five-year contract. He might. He might go in again. He might, you know, consider the the last contract he signed, the last one he signed. You know what I mean? It all comes down to that. But and do you do you think if there's going to be changes in here that some of these players might be asked to step down? Oh, I, I absolutely think that if they're serious about this, then there are certain players in the comps that need to be tapped on the shoulder. It's like, hey, you've played your last game. I look at the Boyd Cordner situation a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Man took what? He played three games over a space of six months and he got a concussion in every game he played. And he had to, he was forced to retire due to it. Same as Jake Friend. Yep. While it sucked, man has a family. Man is 28 years old. There's no point disabling yourself at 40 because you want to play league right now. Most certainly. That's the same for everyone. Like, there's no point in disabling yourself while you're playing a sport when you've got. 60, 70 years part after that. Yeah. I think in this case, you might find that's not even that long for some of them. I know, but I averaging. Yeah, but like, that's the problem. I think if, I reckon if they did studies longevity of life. Uh, oh, it definitely like would. It'd de- decrease. Oh, absolutely. And it, like, it, it's terrible. I, I hope, you know, good results come out of this. And like, I can, I can understand why they're doing it, especially around the end, because now they've got about, what, six to eight months to kind of enact these changes, bring it across for all the next season. But is it too little too late for some of these players is going to be the standing question, I think, coming into it by the start of next season. So we can only, you know, determine what the results are, uh, what the NRL, AFL, um, even soccer, like, you know, because mm-hmm. they are doing another push as well for children. Um they were also discussing the uses of headers in children and how they can be detrimental to their brain development. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, these community sport guidelines would be quite beneficial, I think, um, so that you're not already starting this pattern of, you know, children might grow up or become adults with these brain injuries where it could affect. And like that that's the worst part is yeah. how spongy and soft their brains are and how malleable it is where growing up can, like with these sort of injuries really can lead to some long-term nasty effects. So, nah, full, full like, praise full, to this. Full credit to the boys in Hawaii. Full credit <laughs> to the to the boys in Senate. Loving your work. Um, nah, I really hope, you know, these recommendations are passed across and we can only see what's going to happen. But well, um, I think, it, I think it was good. Um, well, let's move from concussion to something else we're both excited about, and that's the Australian World One Day World Cup squad. I am no longer excited. I found out who our captain is. No, no, no. In this one, it nope. Not in the ODIs. Yeah, Pat Cummins. Nope. I'm literally looking at the squad right now. Yeah. Oh no, dickhead. That's for the South African tour, you knob. Yeah, that starts today. Yeah, 
But this is for the World Cup in India next month. Oh, no, I'm talking about the South African tour right now. No, I'm talking about the World Cup next month. Oh, I'm excited for that. Let's talk about that, then, this. That's, let's talk about this, because that, that depresses me. Yeah, that's fair. Paddy <laughs> Cummins is the captain in this. Yeah, because it's Test, of course. No, it's a one-dayer. Why the fuck? That makes no sense. It so does make sense, because Paddy Cummins is probably not going to play in those one-dayers. Oh, is he out because of yeah, injuries? No, I'm going to say they're just resting him, because they can easily beat South Africa with a half half our squad. Um... No, actually, it's an injury. Oh, he's still injured? Yeah. Um, so, Pat Cummins will be in South Africa, but is unexpected to play as he recovers from a fractured left wrist. Fair enough. Well, if you look at the World Cup squad, we got Paddy Cummins as captain. Is Stevie Smith back in that? Because he's out in this. I'll, I'll just go through the squad right now. Sean Abbott, yep. Ashton Agar, Alex Carey, Cameron Green, Joshy Hazelwood, Travis Head, Joshy Inglis, Mitchie Marsh, Maxi, Stephen Peter Devonu Smith. You know, that's his real name. He has like two middle names and they're both really weird. You know, apparently two middle names is like a lot more common than usual. I didn't think people had two middle names, but apparently so. Starkey, Stoyness, Warner and Zampa. 15-man squad. It's a lot. It's all-rounder heavy. Yeah, I was about to say, where's our batsman? Well, all-rounders can bat. Yeah, they can. But where's our dedicated batsman? Like, obviously... Right, yeah, Steve Smith. And you could probably count Glenn Maxwell as a dedicated batter. He's there for his bat and not his bowling. I do like Glenn Maxwell and he does. Stoinis can stoink it around the pack. Paddock. Warner, if Warner can I'm do not, well. Nah, we're not counting that. I'm just saying, like, if he's on, he can stonk it around the park too. Yeah. Travis Head's a batter. I know, but it just seems, it seems like they're just trying to cover all bases rather than actually a bit, bit more into their attack. You've missed the big one. Yeah. Manus isn't in it. There's yeah. no loose bus change. That, that's what I'm talking about. And also, what's his name's also out? Um, Kawaja. Yeah, Kawaja. But Kawaja doesn't get picked in one day. Yeah, I know, but he should. He, he can actually, like, even though, yes, he is a very stoic hitter and it can get, what, 40 out of 160 or whatever. But, I, I don't know, I'd still pick him over Warner because at least he got a little bit more consistency from it. I know, but you can't drop Warner. I've, I I've had this discussion with you. He's so close to the end of the career. He has tenure. He can stay but till Sydney. Till Sydney I, and I then don't, don't pick think, him again. I still don't think he's going to retire. I, I just have this horrible feeling. Because, man, we're getting the returns here. Mitchell Marsh is back. Anything can happen. Yeah. No. Next thing you know, they're going to get Sean Marsh back in. And it's just... No, he retired. He's retired, retired. It, it doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> well, then why don't we just go out there and get Matty Hayden back? You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> get Haddon, too. <laughs> um... But like, I I I I don't know. I'm very excited for the the India tour. I reckon it's gonna be so much fun. I'm gonna watch so much, and the fact that South Africa starts tomorrow night is just brilliant as well. Are you gonna be watching any of that? No, because it's on too late. What time I stay up late enough as it is to watch other sports. Can't add cricket onto that too. What are, what are they like? Six hours behind. I think I think it starts. Uh, um, also, India games start at seven thirty at night during oh, the that's World Cup. So fucking good. Then there's when we play New Zealand, four p.m. Oh wow! I can watch so much. I am so excited for spring and summer to come back, man. Like I was just thinking, oh shit, we're not gonna have a lot to speak about once you know the NRL kind of finishes up, which we do have to have a conversation about. We will have a conversation about. It. I'll tell it to you after that we record about my idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we got tons of stuff to talk about with cricket, which is we do. just fantastic. And you're forgetting there's b-ball, 
Yep. That starts next month. The NFL actually starts up again this week. Dude, Mac fucking love Mac NFL. He's gonna love to come talk about that or something. He's such a <laughs> fanatic. Um yeah, so like don't get me wrong, I know we got tons of support, but it's just great to see cricket come back and the BBL coming back in like what three months? Well they had their draft the other night. <gasps> Did you not check no, any of this? I didn't okay. Not check. I didn't even realise the draft was on yet. That's amazing. We got Hold so up. much. Let's to go speak through about. it really quickly because there's a few things in here I didn't think about. So, did you know that teams could defer their pick to hang on to their star players, like the strikers did to hang on to Rashid Khan? No, I did not. That's a thing that could happen. Um, this Every pick as Rashid Khan turns home. Fair. Yeah, no, it was really interesting the way they did it. So, round one, Adelaide strikers re- kept Rashid Khan. After fo- Melbourne picked him. Yeah. Yeah, so the stars really wanted him and they were like, nah. So, they got Harry Brook instead. Tom Curran got picked to the Sixers. He's returning. Chris yeah. Jordan's going to the Hurricanes. Quinton de Kock uh, is a renegade now. Yep. Alex Hale's going to the Thunder. Uh, Brisbane Heat are keeping Colin Munro. God, yeah, everyone's retaining a player. And, they. and funnily enough, in the first round, the Perth Scorchers passed on their pick. You reckon they're happy to give up? Well, that I think when you pass on the pick, you get... To jump in, it's like, no, I actually want to keep that. Yeah, because when, um, yeah, they don't pick to a net. Oh, Majib's going to Renegades. Yes, he got picked up by the Renegades. Ooh, and then you got another car going but, to Thunder, James Vincent. So he, here's the kicker for Majib. Yep. Majib's already contracted to play in the UAE League. That starts in January, so he's not available for finals for the Renegades. No way. So that that's a big... Yeah. Negative to him this year. Because they're going to lose a ball pretty late in when they're going to need it because he's, he's just been passing more and more. Uh, like, James Vince is coming back to the Sydney yeah. Sixers. That's a solid pick. Yeah. Sam Billings to the Heat. But once you get down to about the 20th pick, you get a lot of passes. Yeah, because at that point, it's just like, what's the point of keeping them? You yeah. know what I mean? Like It's not like they really want new players because they're pretty happy with what they've got. Man, this is sick. Yeah, and they did the same in the women's as well. And funnily enough, South African Marazan Cap, she went first. I think she's going to like her fourth team in the WBBL. God damn it, it just keeps getting passed along. Yeah, she's going to Thunder this year. So she started. I remember when Mike, the company I work for, we filmed the WBBL in mm. season two and she was a sixer. And then she's gone to like two other teams since then. Now she's going back to Sydney in Thunder. Yeah, because they decided to pick Divine instead. Mm hmm. I wonder why. Who Being knows? A leading wicket taker as well. Like, must be one of those things. Might be too hot and cold. Um, but damn, like, I didn't even realize they had a draft. That's Nor did so I until, cool. Until my um phone went off mentally the other night, being like, "Hey, this is happening right now." I didn't watch it, but I just kept checking on it. I'm like, "This actually is kind of cool." Yeah, fair. Like, it was a cool little thing because it's only for international stars, not domestic stars. Yeah, actually. So it's a way to spread the de- the international talent fairly. Yeah, and then like you're still actually running the risk of actually making competitive teams. Yeah. Wow. Good for them. Um. Fuck yeah. Up up the cricket. Um. Let, let's head on over to NRL. I reckon because because it, it it's time for the the nitty gritty, the fun part of the season. Finals, baby. Let's go. How does it feel to not have a cab in the rank? Well, I mean, I didn't have a cab in the rank since like. Round five. I so only got one in Saturday night. 
I had given up six weeks ago. I was like, no, no finals this year. I'm going to watch it unbiased. There's no. going to be no reason for me to watch it. You I'll, can't enjoy finals now. I can't enjoy finals now. <laughs> it's old. So I we get got to sit there and just be like, fuck yes, love all this. So do you want to go through the games talk about where we think each team will go? All right, all right. So let, let's have a squeeze what we got. So we got Broncos Storm on Friday. All right. I do want to bring this up because one, Paps returned in amazing form. He did. Like, man, you know, there there was a lot of um, people unaware of how it was, he was going to react or how he's going to play, you know, come back from, um, what was it, a re, re-aggravated he, knee injury? He broke his kneecap. Yeah, no, Shattered but, his kneecap. Yeah, no, but he re-aggravated it, remember? He did? Yeah, that's why he didn't play for most of this year. I didn't know that. I yeah. thought it was just a very complicated thing because no. that thing was like shattered in 17 places. Yeah, but I think he was good and then re-aggravated it and that's what put him off for quite a long period of time. Mm. Would be wrong on that, but I've heard it from a couple of sources. Um, but like, yeah, he came in and they had this young gun. This young, I couldn't, I can't tell you his name off the top of my head, but let me tell you, he broke a record. He broke a record? He broke a record. From what I can find and what the commentators were saying... Was it Blocker saying it? It might have been, but it's also... I looked up <laughs> news articles and, like, other things, and I can't find anything else. He may be the fastest debut try in NRL history. Two minutes on the field is all it took him to get a try. From what I have found before, I believe the previous record was 22 minutes. Hold on, where's the team list? I want to go through and have a look who it could have been. Um, Falago. Because uh, he scored a try in the 38th minute. That's the one. <laughs> that's the exact one because I remember it was just before halftime. He also scored a second try in this game. Did you Did really? he actually? <laughs> yeah, he scored the last try of the game too. <laughs> I always stopped watching it by then. Um, but like, if you can find a replay, he does a, an exceptional step. And then what happens, he does an exceptional step, run alongside him, duking mm. the player in front of him. Paps is there for support. Come on in. They run out towards their right-hand side, take it over. He comes, um, Young Gun comes back on the outside, gets the ball, and gets a try down. It was just spectacular to watch. Storm were in storm form. And don't get me wrong, I know, you know, they were resting. 12 players. 12 players. And Broncos were resting three players. Carrigan, Reynolds, and Walsh, I want to say, was oh, wasn't wow. playing. Yeah, and no. Storm really just showed that, you know what? No, nah, they are still the Storm. So that's the kicker. They're playing the Broncos again this week at full strength with both squads. With Oh, dude, with the morale boost they've got, fucking Reese and Reynolds are going to have to come in and they're going to have to make sure they pull something out of their ass because Storm, they're on fire and they're ready to go. Unfortunately, old mate didn't make the squad this week. <laughs> Did he not? So he was number 14 last week. That's yeah, that, I no. do remember that. Well, yeah, he was 14, but this week it looks like Bron- Bronson Garlic's at 14 this week. And Pappenhausen has moved to the bench because there's no point playing. Even though he had a su- successful comeback last week, no point playing him against... So not Let's not risk injuring him. Let's only put him out there for an explosive part, especially when Nick Maney's done the job all year. There's the next question. Nick Manny can easily move to Santal. But should they? Yeah. You've got to have... If Paps is 100% ready to go, Paps needs to be the fullback. He's just too explosive. Manny can move to center or wing and he'll do the job. I reckon he'd be a great winger. I, I, he, he, he normally so plays wing. Center. 
Like, you know, especially when you have the pairing between Meany uh, and Paps out there, it would be fantastic on the left wing. They would kill it. Actually, here's who wasn't in for the Broncos last week. Reynolds, Ezra Mann wasn't in, Herbie Farnworth, Kobe Hetherington, Katoni Staggs, Kurt Capel, Pat Carrigan, pa- Payne Haas, Walshy, Selwyn Cobbo, and Billy like, Walters. They had like how many players out? You said three at the yeah, start. Yeah, that's what I thought. But no, there's a fucking <laughs> right, shitload so, out. So this is going to be a really interesting game. Two f- complete full-side strength teams. Here's who's in for the storm that didn't play last week. Cameron Munster, Christian Welch, Katola, Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes, Marion Save, Nelson Asofasol, Lamona, Nick Meany, Tom Eisenhuth. Don't know his name. Kamakamika, Will Warbrick, and Xavier Coates. All stars. That's, that's literally their starting That's line-ups. literally their starting lineups. <laughs> so this is a completely different game this week. I, I, I'm actually so excited. This, this might be game of the week. And it's kicking off the finals because then we... The, the kicker is the loser gets a second chance. And they're, they're the ones going up against either Sharks, Roosters, or Knights, Raiders. Oh, no, wait. they're going up against either Sharks or Roosters. However, the next game is another second chance game. Yep, Panthers, Panthers Warriors. Warriors. And the loser of that will go on to play the Knights or the Raiders. I think this could be the danger here. If Penrith lose, which I, they won't, but if they were to lose, they could get knocked out by the Knights. I, I think it's possible too. If Knights did it, like they would be one of the strongest teams. I'd I think the Knights... I think the Knights are a real dark horse this right now. Because they were talking about this um, in the Penrith game. Mm. And they were saying, you know, Cowboys... At one point, Cowboys did look good when they were trying to come back. Like, don't get me wrong. The score was 44-12. to 12. It was very indicative of the game. Penrith were just dominant. Dylan Edwards was on. Mm-hmm. Fucking... It, w- it would just happen. But... It's a different story in finals, I think. But that is also very true. However, they mentioned when Cowboys got their two tries, they were saying they showed the way to beat Penrith. And the way to beat Penrith is playing like you're not and just going balls to the wall. You've got to be experimental with against them because they are, they are the, the definition of a set routine, following passes, taking the outside man, passing out straight through. Yeah, I know. And like it, it's a... F- it's, what I think the Knights will bring, because, you know, like you said, they're a dark horse. They've really had a very strong run. And I think it's because, you know, obviously Ponga coming back really does make a difference. It does. But the pairing between him and Bradman Best, they're showing as the two leaders of the Knights. I and, know. And I think if they continue this strong offensive push that Adam O'Brien seems to be going for, yes, I agree with you. Knights have a very strong possibility of actually being the ones to take down the Panthers. I know, but so for this to happen, we need the Warriors to beat the Panthers. If they don't, the Knights can only meet Penrith in the final, which I don't like the idea of Penrith making it to the grand final. I don't see Warriors winning this game. I don't either, which is a shame because the Wars have had such a great run. It would be so great to see like Warriors-Knights. That, what a grand final that, but no one would expect that. But obviously, it's never going to happen. I don't know who I'd cheer for. I'd cheer for both of them. I'd well, I think be I'd be happy. a happy man to watch that because, A, that's not one of the dominant teams yeah. at all. And, two, if the Warriors win, <laughs> what has Renee done? No, you. You went because, A, then two. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just couldn't help it. 
I just added myself as a bad math person. <laughs> no, but uh, but um, well, the second reason is is if it's the Knights that are playing in the grand final, I can sit back at work and watch everyone else stress. Yep. Oh wait, they're Knights fans. For they, well, they're from Newcastle. Oh, fair, yeah. So they'd be all sitting there shitting themselves. I'm just like, I'm just happy I can watch this and not care. Because I don't care. This has been me for the past <laughs> 10 years. Um, but however, you do care. I do care about Saturday night at 7.50. I care very much deeper. I want to talk to you about this because this has actually been yeah, coming up a lot. It. We have an $838 million stadium sitting in the middle of Moore Park. Yep. 45,000 people can fit in it. Only 45. Oh, something like that. Okay, it's, it's just a random number I'm yeah, throwing yeah. out there. I'm actually curious now. Points Bet Stadium can get a maximum of 13,000. And they're still doing it at Point Bet. They're doing it at point Shark Park, yeah. What do you think about that? And if you're thinking about neutral ground, there's another 100-something million dollar stadium sitting at uh, Parramatta right now too. No, I'm thinking sucks to be a rooster, should have been higher. Way the rules are stipulated, you get the home game. Doesn't matter who you it's are. Not, it's not. It's not about that. I'm not saying about that. I'm saying about people going to the game to build the atmosphere, is what I'm saying. I still think you get a pretty good atmosphere out of Shark Park. It's, if, un, it's under construction. Yeah, but you can still like. I don't think the I, the NRL had the opportunity to step in and be like, "Nah, we're moving it to a bigger ground because more people are interested in going to that." Yeah, but then you run the risk of uh, pissing off the fans. No, I wouldn't piss the fans off if they could get a ticket. 83,500. That's Olympic Park. That's a core stadium, didn't you? Oh, Allianz Stadium. Allianz 40, is 45,500. Uh, <laughs> My bad. I don't know why I was, I was thinking like, a core. A core is in Olympic Park. Suncorp is 52,000. Yeah. Wow. I never realized. Like, So basically, Allianz sucks in comparison to every other. No. Well, yeah, because like Suncorp 52, Marvel 53. Yeah, but Marvel's a dome. It is a dome. It's a fucking, I love Marvel Stadium. I hate Marvel Stadium. I, I love it because it's not just every, like it is like every other stadium, but it's not. Like you look at Allianz, it's just a giant Coliseum circle. Everywhere is fucking Coliseum circles. Give me a little bit of like. Oof. I mean, when you were there on Anzac Day, you're like, this place is pretty sick, eh? Yeah, because there was a pisser. And a meat pie and a beer salesman <laughs> on every row around. I loved that shit. Let me tell you, it was so easy. <laughs> but then you, you go to like Wynn Stadium, you got to walk up the top of the hill and there's some random dude just selling you something. Yeah. Out there. You know what I found? They sell the iced coffee, like the uh, Boss Cold Press coffees out there at 7.30 at night. Brilliant. I can imagine. <laughs> but um, no, like... I, I get where you're coming from. I, I think the NRL could have stepped in here, not move it to Allianz because it is the Rooster's home ground, but they could have moved it to one of the ones out west where it's a bigger stadium to get more people into the ground because it would sell out and it would benefit the Sharks financially. It would. But I'm just saying, like, that's how I see it. I know, but it's just, you know, with principle, how they've always done it. Like, it But the rule exists for this specific reason. Like, this reason is the why that rule exists in the NRL. I know, but I just still feel like you alienate the fans. You don't get don't the home turf advantage. It's still in Sydney. It is still in Sydney, but you know what, man? It's still in Sydney. You know how long it takes to go from fucking Cronulla to, say, Parramatta? Who cares? It's an hour and a half in traffic. Okay, put them on a train. God. Putting people on a train, let me tell you. They're like Put booze trains out there. I'm telling you, 
Sharky's fans on a train is more like it's. You know what? It could I be actually, worse. They could be in a Mac is shitting themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I take back my response and answer, and I want to placate it with another one. Okay. They keep it in Shark Park to keep the Shark fans in <laughs> Shark Park. Because no one wants them outside. Because, like I said, can you imagine them on a train? Fair enough. So you don't want it moved from Shark Park. I want it moved from Shark Park. At least I'm 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 compromising. Send it out west rather than send it to Alliance where the Roosters have a 70% win rate. There's going to be more nipples than teeth per person ratio if you do that. Why? Because they've only got one. Fucking two things out west. That's fair. And Shark Park, they've only got one from the riots. They've only got one brain cell there. <laughs> yeah, but no. In all reality, I, I can see what you mean. I know they have the exception for it. I don't. I just always view it as a course of alienation, where possibly some fans are gonna cry out, and or else like it's just not fucking worth it. But also, how many tickets do you reckon they'd sell out? Oh, it it would absolutely sell out. Mind you, keep in mind that both Bluebet Stadium and McDonald Jones. Hold mm. up, I'm going to get the actual numbers here. Do people just call it Blue Ball Stadium? I would. I probably will from now on. I can't remember what it used to be, Panthers Park or whatever. How many seats is at McDonald Jones? And like, How many seats do you reckon are at McDonald Jones? 23,500. 23,500. Okay, I'm just looking to see where it is. I just based that off Suncorp. That's fair. Capacity Thirty three thousand. Thirty three thousand. Twenty three thousand seated. Oh, there you go. But thirty three thousand is capacity at McDonald Jones and at Panthers. You reckon they're gonna play all the WWE music again? Like they've really they had a run of that this year. Hey, twenty two thousand at Penrith. No, they love it. Yeah, okay. Pen- Newcastle sold out in five minutes. By the way, I definitely believe that. When was the last time Newcastle were like fucking excited for a final series? So I found out today my boss was trying to get tickets. He's like, you cannot find a ticket up here no matter where you go. Even if you go through back channels, can't get a ticket. I love that. I, I think that's great for Newcastle. If, if there's a town that deserves it, it's Newcastle right now because they've had a shit go of it. They've had a real tough go of it. And Adam O'Brien, credit to fucking Newcastle board for keeping him on. Two months ago... Chookies weren't in the finals, and Adam O'Brien was sacked next week. Now, now both of them are. are in the finals. This is the shit you love to see in our NRL. It's not the change, like it's not the fact that you get the same fucking top four every year, and you get so sick of it. Well, no, this year we didn't. We got a war- we got the Waz in there. Yeah, what instead of the Roosters? Yeah, Roosters just eighth instead. So it's just swapping their positions. Waz weren't there last year. Yeah, I refuse so to call him anything other than the Waz now that uh, Steve Kerr said up the Waz. Up the Waz. No, that's <laughs> fine. I think I think they probably love the Waz too. They love it. Um, we didn't speak about the Knights opponent, but I don't think it matters. No, nah, fuck them. The Raiders aren't going to make it past this week. Raiders are fumbling. They like How did they go last week? I didn't even watch their game. Uh, they lost to the Sharks last week, yeah, which is why it's Roosters, Sharks, Knights, Raiders. Because yeah. if the Raiders had won, it was Knights, Roosters, and I'm like, I'm done. Yep. I don't want to watch that. No, no. You know what? Roosters going to be Sharkies because I think that's I think that's almost a given now the way they've been playing. They've you know, somehow turned. They remembered. Oh shit, we're the Roosters. We're meant to play football. I'm going to make a hot take right now. Uh huh. Nico Hines shits the bed. He reckons he's ready after last year. Yeah, I reckon he's going to shit the bed. Yeah, I think he will too. I, I I don't know. We can say that Jack's not here. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and like you know, he might prove me wrong, and I'll, I'll happily come on here next week and say I'm a fucking idiot once You'll again. You're like crow next week if um. Yeah, but like I I I truly don't believe 
that Sharks will go all the way this year, and I think Roosters are going to pull it out of somewhere, and they're going to have one of the most physical fucking games of their life, and they might injure a player, but they're going through. So now that we talked about the four games, who do you think are the genuine four that could make the final? Genuine four. I don't want you to narrow it down to two, narrow it down to four. I reckon Storm, Panthers, Roosters, Knights. You reckon that's the final four? That's the final four for me. See, I'm thinking it's going to be Panthers, Broncos, Storm and Roosters. Actually, no, they can't be that. It can't be that. Panthers, Broncos, Roosters. You know what? I'm going to throw the Warriors in there. I think the Warriors can go to the prelim. So you reckon Warriors will beat Knights? I think, well, it's in Auckland. Oh, actually, yeah. Okay, no fair. I didn't take that into consideration, actually. So I think if it was Newcastle at home, Newcastle goes through. But because it's in Auckland, I think Warriors smash it out of the park there. It's a shame, but I think the Knights can be proud of their run. I really do. I don't think they should be shitting themselves that they went out week two, if this is the way it goes. Because it's a fantastic run for a team that was... Nowhere two months ago. Yeah. Um. Actually, I do want to change back. I, I'm sorry for saying this. I think Broncos will probably beat Roosters. That's fair. Yeah, Broncos, Storm, Panthers, Knights. I'd love to see it. See, I think the Broncos beat the Storm. And next week, Storm Roosters is an absolute barn burner. Ooh, and it comes down to a one-point field goal in the 79th point five five second from Sam Walker. And he looks at Robbo and says, this is why you shouldn't have dropped me, cunt. Um, yeah, so, like, I, I, I know, I'm really, really excited to see what's going to turn out from this. And, I don't know, I, I really hope that just, I just don't want it to be, like, Panthers, Broncos. I don't want it to be Panthers. I want the Panthers knocked out the week before. Could you imagine if Warriors and then Knights... Like succeed in knocking out the Panthers. That oh mate, be, I I think I would jump for joy. I'd be throwing every cent I have on the Warriors. If you, whoever knocks Panthers out, you throw your your house on because they're winning the comp. Like they they who won last year again? Penrith. And who won the year before that? Penrith. And so what does that mean? They're going for a three. I can't deal. Yeah, I don't want. They've, them ju- to they've do already that. got a three P. They got the minor premiership last three years in a row. Yeah, but but no one's gotten the proper three-peat yet, and I don't want it to be Penrith. No. Nah. But there was a, an interesting fact that yeah. came out today. Two times in the NRL history, so from 1998 onwards, yeah. top force changed in the last round of the competition. Mm-hmm. There's been one premier when that has happened. Yeah. And they are in the eight. Can you take a guess which team it is? They are in the... They're in the eight right now. I, is it... Is it? Oh, I, I, give me a sec. Give me a sec. I need to look at all these teams and like Broncos, Storm, Penrith, Warriors, Sharks, Roosters, Knights, Raiders. I oh, know, but I uh, I need to stare at them and be like, who are you? I reckon you're the Raiders. The Raiders haven't won a comp. I oh, fucking know nothing, then. Can't it's I, the Roosters. Oh, okay. Two thousand and two. Be the Roosters. In twenty thirteen, the final four. Cha- ah, the top four changed in the final round. The Chookies went on to win the comp. Oh, yeah, I do remember those actually. That's a thing that it, that's a stat that's there. So if this happens again, I mean, I'll be happy. Yeah. We don't deserve to win the comp, but I'll be fucking cheering for joy if we do. I, I just don't know how the fuck you guys made top eight. <laughs> like, <laughs> no idea either. From the statistic of the worst attack in NRL, 
And did you see how many points we put on in the last like four weeks? A fucking shit done. Like 230 points in four games. It's incredible. Like 26, 32, um, 34. Um, where's the last one? And then you, uh, 30. Like you guys are scoring beautifully. Plus 20 points on every game now from a team that couldn't even score 10? Yep. What What did he do? What we got he- Sam Walker back. <laughs> I was about to say, did Robbo like dangle a treat in front of them and like hanging off their heads? So they're permanently chasing that now. He had a Knights jersey there. It's just like, who wants one of these? And everyone was like, fuck, we better play good. <laughs> Don't forget the bungee cord in the other hand. Extension cord. Extension cord. That's right. So you get the metal attacking them. Um, yeah. So like, I, 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 I'm curious. Um, but. I'll be watching every game. I have to admit, I'm, I'm so I'll pro- I I got to be honest with you. I think there's only one game I should watch, and I don't think I'll watch it. But then you should watch every other game so you can enjoy that. I should, but and my heart rate after last week said I was sitting down again, and I got another warning saying that I need to stop exercising during the South game. <laughs> and I messaged Jack straight away. I was like, Jack, it happened again. <laughs> <laughs> this team's gonna be the death of me. <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> dude, that's not good. I know it's not good. I want to go to a doctor for that. I probably should. Uh, you They're too like st- stress-related heart injury. <laughs> um, let, let's recap on the games before we finish up, though. Like, so look, there's only one we really need to talk about, and that's the Friday night 8 p.m. game, uh, where the greatest thing to ever happen in the NRL happened, which is South got kicked out of the comp. <laughs> bye, bye, South. Bon voyage for someone that was going to become minor premiers this year. You sure know how to shit the bed worse than roosters. <laughs> roosters don't shit the bed. Oh, they nearly fucking did. There's only one team that shat the bed this year. The Dolphins? You know what? The Dolphins did shit the bed this year. They after shit this. the bed the worst. Like, way far worse than Rattles. I was going to say the, uh, the Tigers before the start of the season shit the bed. Because they left Pasco in charge. Yeah, but you know what? Like, no one was expecting big things. Um, from anyone from, from the Tigers. Tigers. So, like, it, it's not as much shitting the bed as... Like, I know there wasn't much expectation for the Dolphins being a new side, having having older players, but they had Bennett. And even this was... Like, as this is his worst. Week, this is his worst result because of the Tigers. <laughs> so <laughs> it's funny fun. how that all works out like that. But, like, you know, I have to admit, though, Ado Carl, what a fucking game he had. Triple try... Beautiful chips, uh, chips from the kick and ki- uh, kick and chase. Like man was on fire. That's just a shame the Titans just got over. I mean, I tipped the Titans to win. Yep. As I think everyone else did. So Absolutely. if they, so if the doggies had won, I would have been pretty annoyed. But the, but Titan, I mean, they nearly did. I know. They really nearly did. They brought it back because I mean, Titans had a pretty solid lead come half time, and they just eighteen six at half time, and it ended up thirty four thirty. Like fucking hell. Yeah, like they both did score a lot of points, but Bulldogs were showing a little bit of gumption at the end. Um, and then as we were discussing, Raiders. Oh man, that was just inevitable, what's, wasn't it? What's Ricky thinking? I wonder. Ricky's in trouble. He got caught swearing on the sideline into a camera at Fox. Oh no. And they were like, we're investigating this. And Ricky's like, why don't you investigate the people filming me? Why are they fucking filming me? Didn't he say something in the press conference again? Like, nothing controversial, but I'm pretty sure he just went out in another tirade about oh, something. Oh, probably. It's classic Ricky, Ricky isn't it? Ricky being Ricky being an angry bastard just wanting something. And it's just 
Man, he's lighting up. Oh, I know. <laughs> he does, but he I like that he's like it's like Bellyache. Did you see Bellyache on the Storm game? No. What did he do? So I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but Cameron Munster must have been having a shit day. Yep. Because the camera cuts to him and he's got the walkie-talkie in his hand and he's just sort of like just put it all to the side. Camera then cuts up to Bellamy who is literally screaming into the other end of it. <laughs> and then they cut back to Cameron Munster who looks super awkward just standing there with the walkie-talkie like, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> I'm getting yelled at and I can't understand him. <laughs> Quite possibly one of the funniest pieces of vision I've ever seen. It's just him just going, you fucking idiots. Like, great. <laughs> Belly aches the best He's just for this. So angry all the time. I love it. Um, But, like, you know, it, it, oh, it's indicative that we have. Sorry, sorry. Can you pick up the phone? Because I fucking called it. Kyle Flanagan just signed with the Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Bums on the Bench. This is Andy and Josh. Um, this will be my last episode. Um, it, it's been great. I really <laughs> enjoyed my time here. But I'm going to stop watching football now. Andy, it's been fun. <laughs> Jack, it uh, turns out you missed the most important event of all. And um, fuck. <laughs> Follow us on social media. Josh will be back as much as he's dis- dis- depressed right now. Next week, we have Jose as a special <laughs> guest. <laughs> uh, at Bums on the Bench everywhere. Formula Bums on hiatus this week as Jack is unable to record due to slight issues happening. I think it's because he's too drunk. Yep. Um, see you all next week. Bye. Kyle Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs>